Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of the Mighty Lights podcast. I'm Jack, as always, John by Casey. Now what? How's things, mate? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Much like you, work is done, and for once, I don't have to work... At, well, I don't have to work for Saturday or the Sunday, sort of, because I have to then start work at about midnight Monday. But at least it's some time off. It'll do. Obviously, Leeds' game against Brentford being at 2pm is ideally timed for when you yeah. try to set yourself for nights. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, and it's nice to be able to use a positive... Uh, uh, well, I was going to use a positive Simpsons quote. Unfortunately, it turns out there's not much positive. So instead, they've gone with a different show. Episode 196. Good clean win, J-Dog. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get straight into it. Leeds 5, Cardiff 2. No, um, mate, nil. It was basically... No, I, I'm pretty nil. sure that game finished on about 83 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was um weird reference. Was it crew that we did this to in, like, League One? We went 5-0 up, Dell scored a couple of screamers, and then we'd let them score twice in, like, the last four minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was very early <laughs> on in the season, if I remember rightly. You're just thinking, like, oh, okay, we've put... Well, Lubo's on the pitch, so... Yeah, this is, this is what can happen. But came into it. Obviously, we had our. There was bits of standard League United pessimism in there. You know, me putting Cardiff to qualify as my bet just out of pure pessimism, and the fact that I still think the price was a little bit generous. But the uh, there's always a chance for these games to become quite nervy, unless you score a screamer after about thirty seconds, which always helps. Uh, yeah, Rodrigo cuts in his left foot, lofted ball to the far post. Uh, their right back gets caught under the ball a bit. And Nonto jumps up, Decanio esque volley, but this time into the near post. Absolutely unbelievable goal. Yeah, it's like when, when that happens, like as as tellings will go, seven seconds into the into the game, it will get shorter and shorter every telling, I believe. Uh, yeah, it'll but, be. Um, it was literally from kickoff. It, it, it was a long <laughs> ball from kickoff. Nonto sprinted that fast, got in behind the defence, scissor kick. Yeah. Glorious. But yeah, absolute stunner to, to get things started. Um, but you know, as a Leeds fan in, in, in recent weeks, an early goal doesn't exactly settle you. <laughs> no. Um, it, I must admit, like as much as um, like they had a headed chance just beyond the near post, and when it was still one nil, but for once it's it doesn't happen very often with Leeds, but it really was just us being a miles better side and it looking like it. Like Nonto had a really good chance that he didn't take. All of it was Leeds on top, even though it did take until like just after the half hour to get the second. We never actually looked in any trouble here. No, I think I think I said to you, probably about twenty five minutes in, like this is good. We're, we're completely in control here. It'd be really nice to see us kick it up a gear, though, because because mm. they, they were there for the taking, and it was yeah. really nice to see that we actually did. Yeah, take them. We did um, two nil just after the half hour mark. Uh, like it was a really good through ball this from Jack Harrison. Judged it perfectly. Took all the defenders out and didn't leave. It was one of them, you know, where it just beats the defender by like half a yard. Always makes it look better. It was, uh, but... it, it was reminiscent of the um, the roof goal he set up in the first leg of the derby playoff semi final, yeah. wasn't it? That that ball yeah. from out wide just curls it just behind the defenders. I don't think this one was quite as good as that one. No, 
that pass was absolutely outstanding. Um, yeah, Rodrigo goes through, takes his time, keeper comes out, still takes his time, shifts it past the keeper, still takes his time, puts it in the corner. It was um, the finish of a very confident man. He seemed to have an age. But I think that they, he also did have an age because Cardiff weren't very good. But it's, it's again, it's good to see a confident finish out of a striker. Because they, they didn't play with a, a back three, did they, in the first leg? Because they seemed um, to pretty much play with, for the no, most they, part, like a, a did they? No, they picked a four. They picked four like they did last night. Last night, not last night, Wednesday night. After, for the most part, whenever I looked at, I don't know if it's just because they they have a similar thing to us, where it's just like having one full, having one of your fullbacks push up. But quite often, when we're going through, it looks to be a back three with one of the fullbacks tucked in. Yeah, I mean that last night was definitely a four. Sawyer's just dropped quite deep a lot, hmm. and yeah, no, they were the same same setup in the first game oh. as well. But I've actually I've blocked out a lot of that first game now. I couldn't really remember. Um, but yeah, the thing that you were saying about it just needs a little bit to kick on. Obviously, got that goal for like thirty-four minutes. I just looked thirty-six. Leads us. Leads as a team the pick of the goals. Obviously, the best goal is the first one for an individual moment, but. Uh, Leeds played like four or five quick passes in like a couple of triangles on edge of box and took out their forwards and midfield that all pressed. Uh, got ball forward to Jack Harrison, him out to Nonto, cuts inside the right back who did have a bit of a nightmare, got booked and he just he just couldn't cope with him, which is fair enough really. Um, cuts inside, scores in the near post. But it isn't so much for turning inside and finishing. Those like five, four or five, six passes on the edge of a box that were quick in a couple of triangles to take people out. That, I ain't seen us do that all fucking season. Well, you've seen us attempt it, but normally we just missed the second pass. Yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> I know that Cardiff are crap and you do have to factor in the opposition, but it was nice to see a move like that. Yeah, especially when you, especially when you look at the team we, we ended up putting out. That That's really the sort of result you get because of one, we I think we need a win. We just needed a win. But yeah, I think Jesse Marsh needed a win. Yeah, I think Jesse really needed a win. Um, but I, th I think ultimately for the team to, to really gain anything from it, it needed to be a convincing win. Like, I think if you come away from that with, with a 1-0 win, I don't think it's really done you much good. Because you you looked at them last night and just thought that they, they are offering... And I'm saying this about a team who scored twice, uh, but they are offering nothing here. You know, there wasn't there, there wasn't one player you looked at and thought, "Oh, they," you know, they're causing us problems. Yeah, there was there was nothing really until right at the end of the first half, where we basically conceded a goal. <laughs> um, corner comes in completely unmarked. Header comes out, loops up in the air. Another unchallenged run to edit home, and luckily for Leeds, as a player stood in front of Melier. Um, I haven't actually seen this back on telly because they didn't even bother putting it in the highlights package. Mm. Um, but it did. From we got to, we went for a drink after the game, and people who'd watched it on telly said it was offside. He was stood right in front of Melier, and that Melier would probably have saved it without that player there. I, wa I watched the extended highlights last night, and he and he is. If if you're being generous. He he's probably not directly in in line with the ball, but 
he's 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 there enough that I think he's a distraction. Yeah, he's it's it sounded fair enough. And, and, and was was clearly like two yards offside, like it yeah. wasn't close either. Right. Well, fair enough. Um, luckily, because it was very nice to have like such a stress free time. It's a long time since we've had that at Leeds half time. Uh, he did two of the three subs that I was wanting him to do because I said, take Rodrigo off, take Adams off and take Monto off now. Uh, don't risk him. And we did get Bamford for Rodrigo and Aronson for Adams. Greenwood dropped in a bit deeper. Aronson played a bit further forward. And not long later, Verba went off injured and Ailing came on at centre-back. But by the sounds of it, from Jesse Master's press conference today, Verba's fine and he's available for Sunday. And uh, then, again, not that long later, Nonto did go off, Gellart replaced him. Not after he'd had a couple more shots trying desperately to get his hat-trick. <laughs> which I can only... is I have to assume is the only reason that Marsh gave him another, like, 15, 20 minutes. Because yeah, he just wanted he him to get a hat-trick. Did, he absolutely did not need to be played any of that second half, but... No, but it was fine. Um, Gellart replaced Nonto, which is probably going to be his final appearance for Leeds this season. Uh, it sounds like... It sounds like Wigan... Are gonna win the race. I'm guessing. I mean, Wigan aren't the best side that we're in for him, but he played there before. He knows people there. He liked it there, so and he will play every week there. You would assume. So fine, good move. Um, for four 0 Luke Ailing, really good ball over the top. Bamford runs onto it like sort of inside right channel, and he has so much time. <laughs> oh my god, it was like Leeds at the worst. This one ball takes out everyone. And he lets it bounce, lets it bounce again, opens his body up, makes sure he's got time. And then it is a good curl finish of a bouncing ball into the far corner. It's really well taken goal, but I can't believe how much time he had. <laughs> it's uh, it's really nice to see him taking those sorts of chances, though, because you, you worry, especially after a bit of a layoff, that those are the ones he might snatch at a bit. Um, but no, he kept his head. He ended up... because. I think with the, the defenders around him, he was in behind, but there was one of the one of their defenders had, had dropped in about two yards deeper to, yeah. to play him on for that one. Um but yeah, like it was clear what he was gonna do as well as soon as it you know, you could see his body shape open it, you know, he opened his shoulders up to, to play it across goal and but it was a really well taken finish. Yeah, really good. And, you know, we've all, everyone's mentioned how much they're delighted to see him scoring goals because if we can get him going, it does really help. I know that we've signed another one now. And then for him to uh, pop up, I mean, it really wasn't long later. Five minutes later, uh, Leeds win the ball high up. Bamford tries to get onto it. There's quite a good tackle, actually, to prevent him doing it, but it goes straight to Gellart. Gellart back to Bamford. Outside at foot touch, outside at foot finish. Really well taken. It was like watching confident first Bielsa season, Bamford. He took it really well. First Bielsa season in the Premier League is what I meant to say. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. I was going to say, like is that our second, second Bielsa season? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, it's really good to see. He's, he's looking sharp. and it's it was It's an ideal game to be... You know, getting forty-five minutes in was this. We, we were comfortably in front, but it was it, again. It was good to see that it wasn't a case of three 0 up. All right, let's just knock it about for forty-five minutes, and well, for thirty-seven minutes, and don't worry about the last, yeah, you know, seven. It'll be fine. Yeah. Eight. 
I mean, don't worry about it. Obviously, it's still early days for him yet, but he's been back and played like 75 minutes and scored three goals. I mean, you tap that. Don't matter who, who the opposition is, you tap that. Um, mm. Didn't really do much and looked. Uh, it didn't look sharp, but still a good thing to see. Sinister replaced Harrison for the last like 10, 15 minutes. Good to see him back on the pitch. Yeah, it was an interesting one because he'd it only been announced sort of two days. But what was it that he just he was going to have his first day on the pitch? And then he was on the bench. And I know we've had a, a couple of injuries and and like and bits like that. So um always a little bit worrying as a Leeds fan when you hear stuff like that, because you do think, Christ, if we're gonna bring him on, five nil up, absolutely nothing to play for, re-injured. But uh no, seems to seems to have made it through fine. So yeah, good yeah. to see him back. And again, just now we're We've got a bit of quality depth again, you know, with, with Sinistera back once you, you know, I'd, I'd imagine it's still going to be a couple of weeks of, of him on the bench. But if you're looking at Aronson, Harrison, Nonto, Sinistera, as you, your four players currently available challenging to play on the wings with Somerville to come in as well, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's nice. And then add to that, you've got three strikers. We're, yeah, it we're, looking, we're looking quite good there. I mean, I was going to... It's sort of a thing that you don't really think about, but you think about all those forward options. You know, like Lutter, Bamford, Rodrigo as, like, striker options. And all those wing options you just said. And there's a few of them. They can all play 10 as well, basically. Well, I think they're going to play as the second left winger, as, as yeah. we've discovered the tactic now is. Yeah, our The inside ten. left winger. Like, to be honest, the one against Cardiff, it looked like that a little bit at times, but it was further forward than that. It was more like an ever so slightly withdrawn left striker in a two. Yeah. <laughs> just kept going. But they, uh, you go through all of those options, and obviously the scoring goals isn't really our issue. But you do look at that and think, you should score enough to be okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think one thing that is that we've proven this season is that we do create chances. Mm. Well, I would got... say against Cardiff we created chances. In a lot of games we just sort of manifest chances. <laughs> you know, well, penis because... ball, just we get thought... there in the middle. One of them will fall to you. <laughs> we do, we do have a seem to have a decent amount of play in opposition halves. Um. And you'd hope now, one, with Bamford coming back in, that we have a better chance of winning the ball higher up the pitch. Um, and hopefully, you know, under eight's model of, listen, if they can't get it out of their half, you're just going to keep scoring. Yeah. Just So if they can't get out, brilliant. <laughs> That's it. Just keep it in there. Um, but, you know, we do have players that, cre- that can create good chances. And the hope is that if you get Aronson gets himself back into some form, you've got two wingers in him and Nonto that, that can create chances. You've got Bamford to press and you've got Rodrigo who on it in current form, it will take his chances if he's given them. I must admit thinking of, because I think now that we've got all these options. That, I, we, didn't, that we didn't actually need Rutter. 
Yeah, no, in the well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but in the uh, in the way that sort of Nonto pushed light on them was basically a second striker with Rodrigo against Cardiff. I am thinking with the options we've got now, you're going to see a lot more of that. I think we're going to be bordering on four two four quite a lot now. It's our strength, like yeah. you know. Say what you will about our defense, and it is crap, mm. but we've got good attacking players, and you, you put behind that. Um, Tyler Adams has got the engine to get up and down as well. Mm. Mark Rocker, from what from what I've heard. From you, his progressive passing statistics are through the roof. His progressive passing statistics are. <laughs> he's he's going to get beaten over the head with that. No, he's genuine, and he's but... he's passing in general is really good. He hit like four or five excellent crossfield mm. balls against Cardiff that were really good. The, the, the problem that's... is, if we do play actual, if we end up really four two four, you probably need two midfielders that can really run. And that's not him for all of his strengths. And I really like Matt Rocker. He can't run. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see. I just Hit I keep having this. In the middle. I'm the want. big, I'm the biggest Somerville fan probably in the world. But there is still a bit of a brain just going. But if you have Nonto, if you ended up with Nonto and uh, Sinistero as your wingers, that's pretty nice. Oh, but I think absolutely. But I think what? But do you know what else would be? Sinistero on the left, Somerville on the right, Nonto and one of the other strikers as like a 4 2 4. At some point, we've got to play at least two of our three strikers. Uh, we can't I, sign Russell for that amount of money for hit to have like Bamford and Rodrigo on. Like, two of those three have to play. It, de- it depends how mu- it depends what sort of thought. If if Nonto keeps going like this, then you've just got to make whatever works for him work the way he's going. But yeah, it's nice to be positive thinking about all the goals and stuff. But at the end of the day, leads are still leads. So as much as we want to forget about it, we did concede two goals at the end of this game. And what are two goals to concede? Yeah. Uh, Cardiff getting behind down our left, put in what can only be described as a shit cross. Uh, roughly thigh height, I believe. Yeah, thigh Luke height. Is anything to go and off. Luke Ayling's in position, and he appears to basically swing his cock at it, and <laughs> um, sort of he, knock he it closes, down. He tries to close his thighs around it, like he, his feet are clearly planted, so he can't lift his feet. So he just tries to squeeze his eyes together. <laughs> yeah. Into the ground. You're a professional, man. Yeah. Yeah, into the ground, up, Callum Robinson, unmarked, heads it in easily. And there were a lot of people go, you see, what's Marsh meant to do about that? That particular one, yeah, there's no Marsh could do about that mistake. But have you watched it back and looked behind Luke Ayling? Uh, I'm going to guess it's that, because it should be, uh, uh, it should be Christensen that's in behind him, I'm guessing. Well, basically, you're, you're going to tell me that someone hasn't tracked Anyone. No, Christen, Christensen is behind Ailing. As are three Cardiff players. There's Robinson who scores, and then there's two more at the back post versus one. So had it been a good cross, the, the, the system issue was still there. <laughs> it's yeah. just that it was a shit cross that Ailing should have done. I mean, it is Ailing's fault still, but at the end of the day, it, luckily it happened at a time that doesn't matter. 
And then right at the end, Cardiff get a late penalty for a handball against Rocker in the ground. No one had a fucking clue what had happened here. Again, having having watched this back, one, there are definitely appeals from Cardiff players. You the, wouldn't like, call them massive ones, though, would you? Or like, like handball, like, and then they like move on. Three, there's three of them who are, who are around it. I, I I couldn't tell watching it. There's an argument it was outside the penalty area, but the 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 couple of replays I saw, I thought it looked outside the box. Um, and seeing as it wasn't given on the pitch, I'm surprised it got given. But yeah, it, I, I mean, the one thing I will say is it, it's definitely handball. Yeah, like it, it was absolutely, it was absolutely handball. Um, you know, there's an argument that it shouldn't have been given because I think it because it probably was outside the box. But um, it was around this time while the ref was checking as well that despite all the substitutions being made, there was only two minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> Yeah, it was nice to see the old school look, lads. Let's just call it a day. Listen, listen, lads, this game is... Well, you try telling that to Callum Robinson after he tucked away that penalty. Because he got the ball and he ran it back. Yeah, he did, which you have to admire. <laughs> I think he picked it up side jogging and I think there's a bit of ah, uh, We need three uh, more in 30 seconds here. <laughs> um, were you in the ground early enough for the click stuff? Turns out I was. Like, the, the really... One, I think it's to do with the Tannoy system that I didn't really pick up on it. Oh, two, in the stand up, in the stand up, it's particularly shit. Like... Yeah, <laughs> two, I wasn't expecting Click to be wearing some sort of faux mink coat. That um, sounds quite a lot like it. <laughs> so it, it, it was nice to see him come out. He, it was literally Click comes onto the pitch, give him a round of applause, and he's gone. Like, oh, there, was, there were no words, and I suppose he's already made his statement. Yeah, you know, he's put, he's put out his open letter. It's David Prutton style goodbye, yeah. but a little bit swearier. Yeah, well, it'll be it'll be missed round here, but hopefully he'll do well. Um, for for Wayne Rooney's yeah, Derby County oh. United. Yeah, um, so, makes you think, doesn't it? Derby County, is... DC United. <laughs> All right, Latis. <laughs> um, there's a couple of little bits of news. Uh, Joe Snowden signed a new one and a half year deal. He's he looks talented in the twenty ones, but I haven't seen enough to make me think. Oh, he's definitely going to break through a lot. Um, we'll see if it can kick on. But he, he he's looked decent. I don't know if you've seen much. Uh no, I can't say I have. Yeah. Um, but the bigger news, even though it is still an under, they're both un about under twenty-one players who haven't really played. But the bigger news, Max Dean has gone to MK Dons. The thing that's surprising about this is it's a permanent deal, because everyone was expecting him to go out on loan. However, I think this is probably the best thing for all parties. Mm. Uh, they haven't. I don't think they've released. Like, I don't have said what the terms are. I haven't really. Uh, I, I can't say I, I really realised it was going to be a permanent deal, and I, and it's a little bit sad to be honest because he's one. He's he's only eighteen, so you would imagine that kind of Perkins and and Joseph will be moving up and out of the twenty ones quicker. Whether that's into our first team or out on loan at some point, mm. so it would have made sense to keep him around, but. Um, Two, he's a very easy to like player. 
Yeah, I mean, I know that everyone's made this comparison, but it does remind you of Alan Smith when he first came through. Just going into Martin Keown and then just like, <laughs> what are you going to do with that, old man? Yeah. Um, the thing yeah. is, I'm sure that he's just looking at it and going, well, Matteo Joseph's ahead of me, Perkins is ahead of me. Gellart's 20, Rutter's 20. And the, manager, never... and the manager that wants me knows me. Yeah, he's never going to get a chance. I am guessing that we've, if we have taken a fee from MK Dons, it'll be almost no, it'll be very low. I'm just hoping. Sell on. Yeah, well, that's the best thing for it with a deal like this. Just because he does have some potential, I don't think he's ever going to be a Premier League player. The 30 million buyback clause, just in case. But if we've put on a nice chunk of sell on clause in case he does suddenly snap into life and become brilliant. it's a good finisher, though. Good finisher, quick. His movement off the ball is good. So I feel like if he gets it, if he's in a good side, he'll score goals. Hmm. And because he works his bollocks off, everyone, it'll, you know, I think that MK Dons' fans will take to him really quickly. And that was the thing that I genuinely forgot when it first got announced that Mark Jackson's now their manager. Yeah. You wouldn't be shocked if there's another one or two end up there, would you? No, it would make sense to. To send a couple of players there on loan, if you know players who, who know the gaffer, know the system, don't know the club because it's not real. But yeah, um, it's not a club, is it? It's franchise. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. This is uh, hot off the press. Actually, I don't know if you remember uh, what I said to you about the possible football manager style uh, Manchester United double header. It's coming to fruition. Oh, is that going to be the proposed date? Uh, I yeah. I have got a notification on my phone from the Leeds app that I didn't read. I'm so, guessing that's what it was. Uh, from from Graham Smith. Should Manchester United and Leeds United not require FA Cup replays, they will meet at Old Trafford on Wednesday the 8th of February at 8pm. They will then play again at Ellen Road on Sunday the 12th. Mayhem. <laughs> Wednesday the 8th. Uh, well, they'll be that'll be... I wonder if that'll make it. I mean, I'm not going to go anyway. I don't because of just a million things that get in the way. Mm. But I wonder if that'll make it slightly easier to get the away tickets because there'll be a lot of people can't go at that short notice. Yeah, that'll be. Uh... By the way, speaking of short notice, obviously, Bolton would play Accrington on Tuesday the 24th. The winner of that plays Leeds at half twelve on Saturday the 28th, and it's at their ground. Yeah. Good luck organising that. <laughs> ah, they can all drive to Accrington, can't they? Well, I, don't, I don't know if the car park's big enough, actually, but I don't think it does. I mean, Accrington slash Ball and Wood. Yeah, it's going to be a right pain in ass for them. Um, but yeah, good, good, solid win. Uh, we both got two points for what it's worth, but neither of us won Abbott. No, although we both did have us to concede as well, so. Well, I mean, it's Leeds. We, we're always going to concede, no matter what. Uh, yeah, it's been... Like I say, it, it was a much-needed win. Um, nice to see us knock a team about a bit, even if we are going to get absolutely thrashed by Brentford. Knock a team about a bit sounds a bit more violent than I think you meant it to. Um, <laughs> will we require your violence on Sunday when we play Brentford at home? No, we will be about by Brentford. Right. Look how big their defenders are. They are massive. Um, since the World Cup in the league, 
Brentford have drawn 2-2 with Spurs, had a 2-0 win at West Ham, a 3-1 win v Liverpool, and a 2-0 win v Bournemouth. Oh, they're only beating shit teams, then. Yeah. Yeah, relegation-threatened Liverpool will be a... It's a dynasty in ruin, is that? Yeah, which has uh, taken them up to eighth in the league. Uh, as I say, they're in really good form. Um, they, for the three games a- after the World Cup, uh, they did lose to West Ham in the FA Cup, but I don't know. Uh, they played the 3-5-2, but they played a back four against Bournemouth in the last game. And in the 5-2 win against us earlier in the season, they played a back four in that as well. So I'm leaning towards they'll go sort of 4-3-3. Um, yeah, that, that would... That could work. I'm just trying to look at um, what it was last time we played each other. Um, as I say, I'm pretty sure I, I had a look. I'm pretty sure they played a four-three-three in that one because uh, it because they played uh, that Keen Lewis Potter on the left and Umbermo on the right and Tony up top. I think. Or yeah, it might have been it might have been Umbermo and Tony and Keen Lewis Potter like in playing off them or something. It was like that, it, yeah, it was those three with uh, Jensen, Jan Elton, and Baptiste as as a three-man midfield. Yeah. Um, Pontus is, is Pontus still out injured? I think he's back from injury, but he hasn't been in the team because uh, like Pinnock and Ben Mee's been really good. Uh, like they, obviously we've got David Raya in goal, who's a good keeper. Centre back options, as I said, Janssen. They've got Ben Mee and Pinnock who are good, and they've got that Zanka, that Jorgensen as well. That you that he's all right, and Christopher Ayer if they want to play him at centre back. But they've been more using him as a right back in a four. Yeah. Um, uh, Rico Henry will play left back or left wing back, whether it's a three or a four. And then uh, that Roslav can play as a right back as well. And Yanel, although he's a midfielder, can play full back too. If they play a 4 3 3, which I think they will, it'll be Norgard and Jensen for definite. And then probably Josh De Silva. But they could, yeah, put, that, Jan- that, that, but they that, could that, put Yanel, put Yanel in there as well. Yeah, that's that's what they went with against Bournemouth. Is that three? Yeah. Um, they're, they're a really well organised team. As 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 yeah. much as I dislike them, and they I don't particularly dislike them. I dislike Thomas Manager. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to make clear he's been he's done a fantastic job, and he's clearly a very good coach. I just don't like him though. <laughs> I just think he's a. I just think he comes off as a prick. But like, he's a really good coach. <laughs> like no one can deny the job he's doing. They've you know they've only lost four this season, but the goal difference is only plus four as well. Which you imagine most of that will have been sort of rectified in the last few games. They've you know scored thirty two, con- uh, conceded twenty eight. Um, it's almost the inverse of of what we've done, really. But yeah, I'm just trying to, like. If they've only got a plus four goal difference, have they had a hiding off? Oh, yeah, they had a hiding off Newcastle 5 1. Mm. And they got beat 3 0 by Arsenal. Because when you said it was only plus four, I was thinking, hang on, they beat us 5 2. They, they beat Scum 4 0. Uh, oh, they also got beat 4 0 by Aston by Aston Villa by the looks of it. I mean, I mean, sixth in the table, Fulham also have plus three. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember him getting hammered in any games. And I was like, how can that possibly be true? But they have got hammered in games. I just don't remember them. Uh, we've mentioned the 
front line we thought oh, it'll probably be whether if it's a three five two it'll be Tony and Burmo. If it's a four three three it'll be Burmo right, Tony through the middle and probably that Wisser on the left. But they've also got Mikel Damsgaard and that Keane Lewis Potter. Yeah, it's it's not looking like Ivan Tony's uh, charges are going to be sort of dealt with in the next 24 hours, is it? No, I think that we would have heard something by now. I don't know. If, if you go gonna... with the Football League approach, just wait until the absolute last minute when you can't really do anything about it. Just go, ah, well, you know, what they're like. We've yeah. made him sweat about it, but no, I could, could have really done with him being suspended for this one. Yeah. And, and uh, next, I think I, and the, I, in the next six months or something. I think I think I actually said to you at the game on Wednesday, to be honest, I'd take him only getting a one game ban, provided that game ban was against <laughs> us. <laughs> Uh, really, that'll 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 learn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, we got battered by him earlier this season, five-two. But when you actually think back to that game, it wasn't a five-two game. We we they were the better side, but we had some major defensive lapses when changing the, when chasing the game and gave away extra goals. And you know we had a blat- pretty blatant penalty turned down earlier that got Jeff because Jesse. This is the game Jesse Mars got sent off in, isn't it? Yes. Um, it, so it, the, it was also, they deserve to win, but not by that much. It was um, that was the last game Diego Llorente started for some in, reason. Well, in in the league, well, because <laughs> he started on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was. It um, was. I mean, that was a particularly poor game for both. It was him and Cock, wasn't it? I think both had. Yeah, they both had pretty nightmarish performances. Um. Cody Drama started that one, and I don't remember that. Oh, I do because Ailing came on. It was I think that was his first game back after injury, and he had a pretty good. He had like a really good 15, 20 minutes, and Twitter went into he should be starting every week now, no matter what. <laughs> Immediately. Also, where was Rodrigo? <laughs> I've, I've completely forgotten this guy. I, I remember his was this goals. was. Gelhart starts it, this one. Hang on. Uh, it was, that was this season, wasn't it, when uh, Rodrigo did his shoulder for a few weeks? Ah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, so Bam- so that... Bamford was on the bench. Um, simpler times, so was Leo Fjelda. Yeah. Um, Adam Forshaw was on the bench. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird one, this, because... Obviously, you're looking at games and the way Brentford are playing, you don't really go into this thinking, oh, we're really in a good position and we need to get something. But it's this is a game that leads a favourites for with Bookies. And that just makes me think, Brentford are value. Because I I, I can't see how we're favourites for this. This is not, it's not like playing Man City or anything. Of course, this is a winnable game. Yeah, but it's definitely not an easy one. Um, team wise, uh, what do you think we'll do? Uh, the so Melian goal, mm. I think we go back to Ailing. Yeah, I think we probably go back to Ailing, Cock, Cooper, and do you think we go with Verba? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is it Verba? 
because yeah. I mean, it, 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 Marsh said in his press conference that the people that were out, he said Archie Gray was out, Stuart Dallas is out, Somerville's out, Adam Farshaw's out. And I think that was it. So, like, Cooper mm. is available. And he tends to pick him when he's available. Yeah. Based on, it, I suppose it depends on, I know he's back in training, but it depends how much of a knock it was that he got against Cardiff. But I would quite like to see Verber in. I mean, to be honest, I know that he had, I know he's had two bad games. I would still quite like it to be Cox, Strauch, Verber. And it's not a mm. knock on Liam Cooper, who I think is probably current form deserves to be in the side. I just want to get Strauch into left centre back as soon as possible and just try and get him into form. Because I do think he's the best option long term. Yeah. But I think it'll be Cock Cooper. I'm going to say Cock Cooper Verber. Yeah, I reckon so. Uh, Rocker and Adams. I'd, I, I'd I'm, be... sh I'm shocked by this. Yeah, I can't see that being out else. Uh, um, I think I think this is probably Aronson back in. Nomso. I, see, so it, I mean, do you think I, we stick with Harrison? I wonder if we stick with Harrison. Harrison, because Harrison and Nomso work quite well together. In, yeah, and Harrison the double left. Um, I know that it's a couple of cup games and stuff, but if you're just going off recent form, Harrison is playing better than Aronson at the moment. Yeah, I just the only thing I do, I, I just don't want to see him back on the right. He's played better playing as a left winger or sort of down the middle, but mostly when he's been on the left. Like I think that's just his best position. I wonder if it'll be it'll if it'll be like sort of Harrison. So do you think Harrison, Nonto, Allenson, Rodrigo? Yeah, I think it's same same front four that that started Cardiff. Well, that was Sam Greenwood. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. Aronson came off the bench. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He's just always there. Yeah. Sam Greenwood was a little bit quiet and took some good set pieces, which, you know, that's kind of how it sounds a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking it probably will be that. Because I don't think he'll throw... Right, I believe it is Rutter, isn't it? <laughs> We're all going to say Rutter, though, aren't we? Yeah. Let, let's be honest. Uh, I don't think they're going to throw him in from the start. Um, oh, well, he's actually commented saying that uh, he's done well in training and that he'll be in the squad, which I would expect him to be in the squad, but I can't. I think Rutter even admitted in his uh, one of the interviews that he isn't quite 100% because he had to miss a week of training. Well, yeah, they, they were also still on their winter break, weren't they? Yeah. When we signed him. So he's not played a competitive game for for a fair while now. It'll be what? End of November. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know what friendly matches he was involved in, if any. But um, yeah, so you'd imagine he's probably not a hundred percent just yet. And to be honest, with with how certainly with how Nonto and Rodrigo have been playing, it'd be tough to drop either one of those. Yeah, I suppose. What I was thinking is that you could, like, instead of Aronson, you could have Rutter playing off the right. If he was fitter, you could also have Sinistera, but again, he'll only be on the bench. Mm. So, yeah, I, th I think that'll be it. But I think it'll end up with Aronson on the right and Harrison sort of as the 10, slash Nonto as the 10. I think it'll probably end up Nonto in the middle, Harrison left, Aronson right, because Nonto will borderline end up playing up front, like he which did I, against which, Cardiff. Which I think suits us. Like, Nonto kind of yeah. had... Between Nonto and Harrison... 
they seem to have a bit of freedom for for one of them to to drift a bit more inside, whilst one hugged the yeah. left. And I think it suits Jack Harrison that as well because they both kept more over to that side. Whoever was playing central. Well, Not there was that... a bit in the there was a bit in the second half that we noticed during the Cardiff game where we because we were sat up top where it wasn't four two three one anymore. It was four three three, and Aaron's, and Jack Harrison was playing left centre mid basically. Yeah. Which for, I think is, for, he, he, I thought he looked quite good. I think it was against, was it against Man City or West Ham? Uh, West Ham. He, I think it was West Ham. Deep he, a lot. He, yeah, he came on as as one of the central players, and I thought having that space to run into from a bit deeper, and I don't know if that's because of the compact system, that him starting from deeper is probably more of an advantage mm. for him to run into the the busy area instead. Um, but I've, I've quite liked it. So, and obviously, everyone knows I love Jack Harrison. Yeah, he's my boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose the only other option, and I don't think we'll do this. I think he'll be on the bench. Is do you think there's any chance of Bamford starting? Which I don't think would mean Rodrigo dropping out. I think it'd mean Aronson dropping out. No, but I don't. I don't think he's that far off. And, and to be honest. Had we not played brilliantly against Cardiff, I could see it. Like if someone had had a particularly bad game, I could have maybe seen it being more likely. But um, no, I think I think, and I don't think there's a need to yet. Like I, yeah. I, I think I prefer it if we were going to do that, do it against you know like a Southampton or someone you know an Everton, a team like that where I think we probably need where we should be looking to get more goals and we probably want a second actual striker on the pitch. Also, right, I just, so... I've just, I've loaded up a sort of the detailed Premier League table. Brentford, um, nine games away from home this season, have won two, drawn four, lost three. Hmm. Yeah, so, so they're, they're not, they're not as strong. No, they've only lost once at home this season, which, is, which probably explains the position they're in now. Um, us at home, three wins, three draws, three defeats. Goal difference which plus it, one. I'll tell you, it feels worse than that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the West Ham performance was... I know we came away with a draw, but like you, you weren't, no one was optimistic after that game. Um. No. So, you know, as, as as pessimistic as I am about this, because, again, I think Brentford are, are, are just a very well-set-up well team. Um, you know, judging by their away form, you know, there is a chance there. Yeah, um, weirdly, I was, like, normal, as you know with me, I would normally be even more... I'm pretty much more pessimistic than just about anyone at this point. Other than, you know, maybe my dad. <laughs> but I've weirdly got a feeling we're going to win this. Cool. Um, yeah, so I've, uh, I've, actually, I've actually gone for a 2-1 to Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking, because I was just looking through their results. One of the teams they've beaten away from home is Man City. <laughs> Yeah, and the, uh, it was all it was all on the break, but God, they look really good on the break. Luckily, Leeds don't have any much trouble with defensive transition. No, 
<laughs> they're scoring for the Leeds corner, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and one of their own. We were still doing that against Cardiff. No one back. Deepest man about 25 yards. Yeah. Yeah, it's a risk. Um, but we have to have Nonto in the penalty area. Yeah. For his aerial prowess. Um, I will go, I'll, I'll go with a one-all draw. I think as as much as I know we need to get results in this in these next few games, I'll take a draw against Brentford. See, I don't think we can afford to take. I mean, you know, it, it, I suppose it depends on the draw. If we're second, if we're second best by a mile and draw, I'm not sure that that's enough. To... No, that's that's the other away win they've had this season is is away at West Ham. So one from the top, one from the bottom. And yeah, they'll take a, five from anywhere else. Yeah. And um, for my bet, based on the way that he tried to perform against Cardiff, uh, these aren't shots on target. They're just shots. Um, none to four or more shots uh, is, let me just check, it is five to two. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Paddy Power, where I get all my odds from, is not working. So yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna go with Rodrigo first goal and Jack. You can tell me what the odds are. I know they Rod- would be great. But I'm going conservative here. Uh, well, Rodrigo first goal. I will I will have a look at um what there is because there's probably a, I mean you know there's a load but there'll be a top price which you may as well have. Um, it's finally uh finally loaded the the professionalism again of this podcast on show. Oh me. yeah, we are that. Always remember that we are the, uh, the top price is apparently five to one. Okay, yeah, the, this is now loaded. Yeah, eleven to two. I had so yeah. Oh, eleven yeah. to two is bigger. So odds checker is lying. The bastards. <laughs> the bastards they are. But yeah, um, I'm. I said I'm. I'm weirdly confident, but if I'm ju- if I was trying to be objective about it, I do keep looking at Brentford being nearly two to one and thinking that price is pretty big. Yeah. Like in the same way that by, by the time it went off, Cardiff to qualify was six to one. And I was like, Leeds out one to twelve to qualify against almost anyone. And that so it's a bit like that. So yeah, I, I'm fancying us to win this, but I think it's more of a I think this one might be a bit more heart than head. Um have we what else we need to talk about? No, I think that should be I should cover it. Right, nice one. Um, we we don't have a midweek game after Brentford, do we? Not what I'm aware of. Uh, cool, because um, yeah, I think that the next one after that is the uh, the FA Cup game against TBD. Yeah, because there might be a little bit of a delay until the next podcast, just because I'm on nights at the start of next week. Yeah, and it'll throw things off. Um, so it might be like that we don't do one until Thursday or Friday, because I am. I will be back onto a, a normal schedule Wednesday, but I will have been up for like 27, 28 hours. So I, pro- I probably, I know I talk a lot of bollocks anyway, but I'll talk an even more amount of bollocks if I try to do a podcast that day. Oh, it could be fun. Yeah. Well, either that or I can just drink a load and then no one will be able to tell if it's tiredness or alcohol. <laughs> um, Was he drunk so he... or a baby? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that will do us for episode 196 of my Lives podcast. Hopefully, we get a win because we really, really, really need one. 
And when you're in this sort of situation, you really do have to, you have to get results at home in the situation we're in. But uh, I've been Jack, see ya. I'm in KC, have a good one. In a bit.